What is up? Welcome back to John and Eric's Singing Studio. And today I've got a great question about uh, how can I have an emotional voice while singing? Now, this this topic is a very, very, very fickle in the sense that I may have an opinion on it, but someone else is going to have a completely different opinion on it. And that's that's the magic of it right so the emotional side of music is one of the most elusive things you could probably do because someone could just be playing playing a piece of music on the street you know not giving two thoughts to it and someone may be in a certain mood that they connect deeply to what that person is doing and that is the emotion right so you didn't actually put the emotion in it but the emotion came from the audience the audience member being in the right frame of mind etc etc for that that particular point in time so it's that's why it's so fickle is because it's like well how do you manipulate singing so that it becomes more and more likely that you will get an a specific emotive response from an audience but there's not really uh, there's not like a hard definition or a hard science behind this. It's experience. It's seeing how people react to different vocal colors that you can create, right? So it's not not as black and white as just oh, how do you sing emotionally? So I guess you could call it emotional subjectivity, right? So one of the one of the ways that I think, and this is all me, I don't I don't actually know. Uh, I wouldn't say that I've mastered it in any sense <laughs> how to sing emotionally, but it's one of those things where the beauty of a voice that is completely free and natural will allow people's conscious to take its own path and that means that instead of uh, trying to cry trying to get your voice to cry or sigh um, and sound like oh it's so painful and whatnot people don't always react well to that because they may not think that part is the same emotion as you do right so if you're singing a song and then you try and make it sound like there's, there's this emotive quality in it then that's different but when you try when you try to sound like you're crying like you start acting out the song that's where people start disconnecting unless it's obviously musical theater where there's there's a context behind it so that makes a lot more sense but if you're trying to sing a song that has these uh, poetic lyrics that no one really understands what they're about but you're trying to interpret it in your voice then that comes from having such a, a freedom of choice in your voice. So you can sing super far forward, you can sing super far back, you can sing very warmly, you can sing in your head voice, you can sing with all of these different colours, is the best way to put them, is that they're just different colours and options in your voice. And that's vocal freedom, right? And if you, if you strain on a top note in a uh, ballad and you strain in such a way that you you actually did sing it really well, but the strain was either a technical thing or whatnot. People may perceive that as like genius, but you just screwed it up because 
you didn't quite put in the right place. So, like I said, the emotional subjectivity of uh, singing emotionally is a really, really complicated topic because, like, there's no go-to answer. Like, you don't sing it this way or you don't sing it that way. The best thought, the best thing I've ever heard um, about this whole emotional subjectivity is. Is what uh, Herbert Chazari said, uh, or we phrase it as, um, you put a thought into the sound beam. Now, I don't know if anyone's heard me talk about sound beams before, but a sound beam is literally just the the uh, when your vocal cords come together and you start singing, that that vibrating air, which comes like directly from your vocal cords being closed and oscillating, that thing that, uh, I don't know, it's hard to explain, that vi- waves of vibration that go from your vocal cords into your pharynx, into your soft palate, and then out your mouth, that is the sound beam, right? And his best description of how to uh, portray emotion in singing is to put a thought into that sound beam. Now, he's got a whole diagram about it, um, in his book, The Voice of the Mind. And it, it's quite true because I think more the best emotion comes from not doing anything specifically with the voice, but allowing the voice to take on a quality that you are thinking about. So if you place yourself... like The other way people think about this is they have visualizations or something where they place themselves in a time and place and they are the character and they're trying to reimagine what this feels like when they're singing this song. But that's only true for like arias and things that have context. But if you're just trying to sing a pop song, that's not too direct, right? So you don't really know what it's about, but you know that the music is evoking some some kind of response from you and you want to be able to sing it in a way that that uh, that adds to that, then it's. I I honestly think it's about allowing the voice and whatever you're thinking about to just come out. So it's not about doing anything per se. It's about thinking, thinking very clearly and not hold like not not holding yourself to anything while you're singing. And that's the emotion because. It's it's all subjective, right? It's all subjective, and that's where it becomes really hard. Is that I may be, you know, someone may have a, a dead set theory that they're trying to sell to the world about how you can be an emotional singer, and that's great. But I wouldn't try and teach any of my students how to sing emotionally in their first lesson because a you'd be harming their voice because their voice isn't strong enough to do certain things um, they're not well trained enough to be able to switch back and forth so if the technique isn't right they won't be able to sing emotionally just yet being said you need to have a super super good understanding of vocal technique you have to pretty much uh, uncovered your voice 
to a point where it's very free and open. You may not have all the notes that you desire and you may still be working towards something, but your voice needs to have a freedom to it where you can think and manipulate things to a point where it doesn't wreck or make your voice hoarse, right? That's my opinion. Um, so if this helps you, don't forget you can like me on Facebook, you can find me on uh, Twitter, you can find me on Instagram. Um, yeah, so I will be putting out these episodes whenever you guys ask me questions uh, that I can give you value and answers to. So keep asking questions and I'll keep answering them. Thanks, guys.